Hello, my beautiful Woman Inc. listeners. Welcome back. I am so excited to introduce this week's guest. But before that, I just want to say hi. I feel like my intros are an opportunity for me to speak to you. I don't have a lot of solo episodes, so I just wanted to say hi and check in and see how everyone is doing. I also really want to test something. I had this idea of, you know, watching the podcast grow, which is so exciting, but I just want to know you guys and everyone's like, that is not scalable. Jenna, you cannot talk to every single person who listens to podcasts. And I'm like, I think that I can't. (laughs) I think that even if it takes a long time, I could potentially do that. So something I want to try is if you are listening and you are a listener, or if even this is your first time listening to the Woman Inc. podcast, can you send us an Instagram message? at Woman Inc. podcast. And I just want you to tell me who you are. I check those messages. My team checks the messages and we just want to learn about you. I want to know who you are, where you live, how old you are, and just something that you are really looking to learn or something in your life where you're like, I wish that I could learn more about this or I wish that Jenna was asking this question or when I'm listening to these guests, this is how it makes me feel or I just really want to connect with how I can serve you guys because I remember being, you know, at the beginning of building my first company, Kindly Coveted, and just wanting to get the real behind the scenes. You know, I never wanted like the bullet points that everyone else could read on any other platform I wanted someone to tell me the things they were afraid to say in an interview you know like just all of the random details so I want to know where you're at how we can help you how this podcast cannot just be something you'd like tune into and listen but I wanted to help you and just bring you joy and wisdom and anything that can actually help you level up in your career and in your life and just become the woman of your dreams that is the mission behind this podcast so please send us a message I want to respond to you personally no matter how long it takes I will read them and prove everyone wrong we can scale and make this personal (laughs) so thank you guys now let's introduce my incredible guest i am such a fan of acton acre helen reavy is the founder of acton acre it is a clean hair care brand and i have to say the first time i used clean hair care i was like this does not work because it doesn't the first time using clean products it doesn't have that same level of like instant gratification with all of the like silicones that make your hair feel soft in the beginning but long term actually break down the hair shaft so actin acre for me was that amazing moment where i really did feel the results like very soon and not in this like instant gratification way but in a way of like the first week of using I just felt like my hair wasn't falling out in the shower as much and I actually recommended it to my sister when she was pregnant or after she was pregnant and like losing her hair a little bit and it's fully grown back I just feel like it's such a beautifully designed product with so much intention behind it the packaging is gorgeous I'm just truly a fan and I love to interview people who I actually use the products every single day. 
Helen is an amazing founder. She is a celebrity hairstylist. She worked at Sam McKnight's backstage team for over 15 years, uh, working backstage at fashion shows, celebrities, and really in the thick of this industry. And how she started acting a care, which she was, you know, I'll let her tell her story. Um, but she was just noticing how dry the scalp was of all of these models backstage. And she was like, I have to give people a better option. And she truly did. You guys have to try it. I would never recommend something that I don't personally love. And their scalp treatment is like heaven on earth. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this. She has a beautiful accent. <laughs> she is so warm, just complete light. So now let's get on over to my conversation with Helen. Welcome to the Woman Inc. podcast. This is the place for the new generation of women looking to lead the life of their absolute dreams. I'm your host, Jenna Toddy, entrepreneur, life coach, and strategist for modern businesswomen and entrepreneurs. I am a city girl, sriracha lover, and that friend who will hype you up when you forget how powerful you truly are. I am on a mission to make Women Inc. the most powerful network of women who are leveling up, owning what they want, and becoming who they've always wanted to be. Have you ever wondered what it would look like if you went all in on yourself? No turning back. If so, you are in the right place, my girl. Let's get started. Helen, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to talk to you and get into all things Acton Acre. I'm so excited as well. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to get chatting on this holiday weekend. <laughs> I know. Okay, so I first found out about your product. I think it was Melissa Wood Tepperberg who posted about it. And my sister at the time, she had just had my nephew and she was like, I am losing my hair. Like she has beautiful, thick hair. And she had like hair coming out in the shower. And I was like, I just like read about this product. You should try it. And it like totally changed, saved her hair. And so we're like such super fans, but I want to get oh, into all that. the things. <laughs> I love meeting super fans as well. <laughs> I'm such a super fan. <laughs> and it's just so hard to find. I think makeup's a lot easier. Skincare is a lot easier to find like natural products that work. Hair care has been really hard for me to find the clean products that I like. So well, let's let's start with you first. Let's walk past. I know you have a long history and career in the hair care industry. So can you tell us a little bit about what you were doing prior to starting Acton Acre and how this all came to be? Yes, absolutely. So I suppose that starts almost like 18 years ago when I finished college and I had decided during college I wanted to become a hairstylist. You know, originally I went to college because I wanted to do marketing and work in business. But then I realized, you know, through that, because I did everyone's hair in college, you know what, I really want to um, follow this as a career. Like, I really, I love it so much. I'm just going to go do it and figure it out. And, you know, it was me through meeting different people, seeing, you know, the various different opportunities that existed within hair and how creative you could be. 
So I started um, in a salon in Dublin, Ireland. So I'm originally from Belfast, Northern Ireland, and moved to Dublin shortly after college and began my career there. Worked my way up through a salon. And uh, from there, I had this one opportunity to come to New York to work at Fashion Week. And now that was seriously my biggest dream. I was actually 30 years old, so I completely left my everything in Ireland, packed my bags for one opportunity and uh, went and, you know, slept on a friend's couch and basically just knocked on doors. And I came, I met this guy um, after Fashion Week one night coming out of the Standard Hotel in Meatpacking. And I heard his accent and I said to myself, oh, where are you from? Or sorry, I said to him, where are you from? And he said, Arma, and I'm from Arma, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, from all places, like, because Northern Ireland is super, super small, I think 1.5 million people, but also to come from the same time walking out. And he asked me what I was doing there, and he said, well, actually, I'm a photographer. And um, we got talking, and he then, he was the one that uh, introduced me to an agency in New York. And that's where I met my mentor and started working there, and everything kind of like, just came from that one moment, which was like just insane. It's beautiful. Wow, that's an amazing story. It's just complete right place, right time. I complete love right that. place, right time. I know, and <laughs> it was it was incredible. Just to like it was hearing that accent that made me kind of like start a conversation. I don't just randomly talk to people, but. Um, <laughs> It, it was insane. And so I met my mentor, Sam McKnight, and I started working with him. And that really was like just mind blowing for me. Like that's really when my career started. And I would travel to London, Milan, Paris, and we'd be doing every show and like from Fendi, Chanel. And I did that for seven, nearly eight years with Sam doing all the shows at Fashion Week. And um, then I signed with an agency that's usually kind of the, the progression is, you know, you start with a mentor, you work there for years and then you slowly build your own clientele. And slowly after that, I was on tour with Alicia Keys and then working with Harry Styles, Mark Bronson, Marissa Tomei. There, there's a lot, but um, I started working, you know, with celebrity on a lot of like, you, you know, press tours, red carpet, and then keeping kind of with my editorial work as well. So uh, advertising clients and uh, people always ask me so what do you do and I'm like well I do hair but I do it for magazines <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that world is so crazy I've been on the fashion end and being backstage at those shows like you do not have a second to even think you're just like moving so fast so I can imagine now your world is a little bit different even now being an entrepreneur is very fast-paced as well <laughs> Yeah, because now I do both jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so you're you're working in the industry, you're full-blown celeb stylist. At what point did you come to the realization that you wanted to start your own hair care line? Well, something that I really understood and kind of seen across the board was that scalp health uh, was... It doesn't take any kind of like, like scalp health really just is across the board, you know. Um, so you'd see it everywhere from like the models to celebrities to regular people. Like it doesn't um, discriminate against anybody, if that makes sense. Right. And it was actually at Paris Fashion Week um, in back in 20, 2016. Yes, I'm terrible with years, by the way. Back mm -hmm. in 2016. And I was leading a show at Couture Fashion Week and... 
it was it was one of my first major jobs myself where I was the lead and I had a team of 30 hairstylists I flew them in we created the look and it was the night before the show and my husband surprised me by showing up because he was like you know this is a big moment for you so I'm going to be there to support you and um I think before that he thought I just cut hair and he was backstage <laughs> and he could see you know interaction with the stylist, the creative director, you know, the um, the designer. And we would, you know, talk through the look and understand, you know, what is the lady that we want to, you know, get across here and uh, then leading the team. But I was saying to him, you know, by the time they get the girls get to uh, Paris, their scalps are red raw, their hair mm-hmm. is just dead and lifeless and dull because there's so much product being put into it. And Paris is always the last week, you know. So um, I said to him, I wish there was something I could just give them to take home to really remove this buildup so that I can work so much easier with their hair. Because you have to put them in so much more product to make it perform. And so I think there was a light bulb moment went off there with him. And he was like, oh, what? Explain that to me a bit more. So I was explaining, <laughs> you know, scalp health really is the solution to all our hair issues. And he was like, wow. And I think, you know, seeing me backstage, he's like, okay, you know, you can run a team of people as well. And he left and he went back to New York. He phoned me and he said, honey, that's it. I've had a couple of days to think about this. I'm leaving my job. And he was a tax attorney, so he's a lawyer. I was like, we're starting a brand. Wow. Yeah. Oh my, and first of all, that probably felt so good. I there, I feel like there's nothing better than your partner seeing you in your element and in your power because it's not, it's rare they get to see that. You're often working, right? I know, of course. Yes. Okay, so you have the light bulb moment, husband's on board, and then right away, do you go just like start building this brand or was this a transition out of your career? So I actually remained in my career the full time because we, at that point, we had a fun, we funded it all ourselves. So I had to, yeah. I had to work to pay the bills <laughs> and to make this possible, you know, and something that what makes us such an incredible team together, not only husband and wife, but like as business partners is, you know, I'm the creative, like building kind of like the product development portfolio, all the content creation, stuff like that. But from his background, he was trained to think and trained to problem solve. So for him, he was just able to go out there and just figure it out. And I was able to remain, okay, coming up with a concept, the ideas, but he actually did everything, which was insane. Like I was so blessed to have a partner like him that number one believed in me, but also could go and do this. So him leaving his job meant that he could go and bring this idea to life while I worked. And then I worked every hour and every weekend and every other day that I wasn't on set on this year. And we did this together, but having him support me being able to go to work because he's like don't you worry about it I've got it all sorted today I'm going to figure (laughs) this out so you know it it still hasn't transitioned because I'm still I still work on set because I do believe it's complimentary it's where I get to test product it's where I get to see the product work it's um also it's like my creative outlet as well which I you know I feel like there, there has to be that balance so I'm kind of like it's, it's 50-50 at the moment, but the beautiful thing with COVID was that I immersed myself 100% into it because no one was shooting, no one was on set. And so I got to like really develop my skill set within the brand as well. And really, that was beautiful. You are busy. I'm very inspired by you. That's, oh, that's a lot of things. <laughs> 
how you're doing. So there's so much that goes into building a product. I feel like a lot of people listening have ideas of building products and it's like actually going out there and you become a chemist all of a sudden and then you know about Mm -hmm. regulations and there's so many things you have to learn. What was something that you think was really important in getting to the actual final product that you were really proud of? Yeah, it was going back to what you said where you couldn't find any clean hair care. And um, also scalp care didn't exist. And that for me was number one. What I really wanted to create was that kind of connection with the scalp and hair. Because this is, this is dead. It's dead protein. We can do many things to help it, you know, appear better and treat it and, you know, keep it looking great. But the most important moment of that hair is in the birth of the hair. And that's at the follicle. So that is at the root. And for me, I was like, no one really understands this. So scalp care, number one. Number two was getting something that was clean, that actually performed well. Because, you know, you have these granola brands where, you know, people have this perception that you can't get hair care that is clean because it doesn't perform. And that kind of was true to a point. And so when we started this process, I was like, okay, but how can we make this that it performs really well? And, you know, we applied very similar rules to skincare to hair care. Well, scalp care. I don't even call us hair care. I say we're scalp care because we really, (laughs) that is our core. And with the scalp, um, you know, it's, it's an extension of your face. So it's similar. And you'll notice in a lot of our treatments, they're, very active ingredients and ingredients that you will find in skincare as well to repair and soothe and protect and really, you know, treating this microbiome. But what I noticed was across the board and what I know myself from like, you know, studying different Ayurvedic methods and, you know, with essential oils and how important they are for the microbiome um, was that when people were using these ingredients, they also had to heat the product up to a certain temperature to, it's like 190 degrees to make the product, to make oil and water pass into each other. And what we know from cooking from anything is that, you know, you lose the efficacy. So we worked with a lot, of, we worked with physicists, botanists, scientists to like create this method, which is called co-process method. And we patented this process. And really what it is, is we don't use any heat at all. So heat is what's used to blend the ingredients together. But we use a hyperbaric chamber, cold air and pressure, and that blends the great ingredients together. So no heat. So we use 90% less energy, but we always we also retain 97% of the efficacy of the ingredients put into it. So for example, if you smell a peppermint in something, nine times out of 10, that's going to be a synthetic ingredient added at the end or fragrance to make you think that is actually in the product. Um, and it shouldn't, like, if peppermint's really in it as well, it shouldn't be overpowering. It should be very subtle. And that's real peppermint that's actually been used in it. So that's, for example, that's in our scalp renew. And we don't fragrance any of our um, treatments at all, which is really good. So the cold process method for us was something that, you know, not only thinking of the packaging as being sustainable, but how else can we, as a brand, look at this from, you know, the manufacturing process from the beginning how are we um, bringing this back to, to nature, really? And that, that's also in the name with Act and Acre, Acre from land, land and Nature and the ingredients that we use. Oh, it's so good. I love how you relate scalp care to skin care. And I've really never thought about it like that until I've heard you say this before. It's like you stop here, but 
something you said that shocked me was the scalp ages six times faster than your skin on your face. It ages right? six times faster, yes. And just the like stuff that, you know, you cleanse your face every day, but you wouldn't cleanse your scalp every day. And I'm not going out telling people they need to cleanse their scalp every day. I mean, it would be ideal, but obviously you have to worry about treating your hair as well. But I'm definitely not an advocate for leaving your hair long without washing. So like using dry shampoos products, I'm like, if you are leaving your hair three or four days or longer, you 1000% need to have a scalp treatment put into your routine. It's like if you were to go wash your face after four days, I'm sure you would have a 10 step routine. (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like hair care, as far as like caring for your hair, not the products, is so under discussed. So something I've heard a lot is like only wash your hair one time a week. But I know you say you should wash your hair more frequently than that, but with Mm -hmm. less harmful products. Exactly. Something that's not stripping. That's why the, you know, active ingredients or essential oils are incredible for, you know, taking away bad bacteria with these antifungal properties in it. Um, but leaving the good bacteria because the good bacteria needs to thrive there, you know? So especially if you have some scalp issues in particular, you want to ensure that you're cleansing way more often just to remove that, but not, but with the right uh, ingredients and the right products. And if you have hair growth issues as well, I'm not saying wash it every day, but you do need to ensure that the scalp is clean because if the hair follicle is blocked in any way, then it, it blocks the blood supply coming to that new hair for new hair growth. Okay. And then what about with the natural oils, right? That your scalp is producing. Do those still really need to be like moved through, through the scalp detox? Well, the scalp detox, um, so it's an oil-based treatment and it's used to like balance the oil. So your natural oils, yeah, you, you can have them for a couple of days, but if it goes on longer, it's actually not that great for the hair at all. And um, so with the scalp detox, you're providing that hydration and moisture. Um, and you're like, imagine your skin. That's what I always say, because it's so much harder to imagine your scalp. You can never think of it because you never see it. Imagine your skin, like if you left it for a few days and you're out and you're sweating and, you know, the oil production that's there, but it's also getting blocked and getting, you know, clogging the pores and it's going to clog the hair follicles. So if you're doing a scalp detox and with our particular one, our scalp detox, it's an oil-based treatment and oil balances oil, but also like super hydrating. The essential oils are in for stimulating blood flow and removing the dead skin cells and really removing that blockage as well. And getting the main thing is getting the blood flow to the hair follicle. Like the another analogy I love to use is like the soil in your plants. If the soil doesn't have the right nutrients, then the plants won't grow healthy. That's that's so so true, and I think that it's very counter from a lot of the language that's out there right now and it's your product is amazing like I said super fan so it's been so helpful to educate myself on all of these things I never thought about my scalp so does this also come into gray hairs at all with this six times a faster um, aging with the scalp it actually does because you lose the melanin as you age now, some, some forms of uh, going gray is actually, you know, hormonal from like maybe hereditary or something like that. can also come from like a shock to the system or an illness, some stress as well. Um, and actually a fun fact is there's no such thing as gray hair. It's actually 
translucent. So it's a white translucent. If you look at it under a microscope, it's not gray. But what gives the appearance of gray is like one or two white translucent hairs against your natural hair color. And that's what makes it appear that color then. So that's a fun fact. I had no idea. So the eugene scalp, yes. And like, um, I know. And with the eugene scalp, so what happens is as we age, um, the cell turnover slows down and our scalp loses the ability to hold moisture. And so if we're not providing that with moisture and, you know, the same way as we are with our skin, um, which is not only external, it's also, you know, drinking lots of water and a healthy diet. Like it's also what you're putting into your body is very important for hair growth and for keeping the scalp hydrated. So yes, we can slow that aging process and that graying process down by taking care of our scalp. Incredible. Okay. So your site is beautiful. I was actually just placing an order before we jumped on. I'm like, I need more. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So your team has obviously grown by now, correct? Yes. Okay. So can we talk about your team and who your first hires were and how as a team you, you were looking at growing the brand as a whole? Yes, absolutely. So when we first started, and actually our first hire was this beautiful little girl, Sienna, who's still with us. I started this customer service and, you know, grew now to be like our head designer, which is just amazing to see how people develop and grow. And for us as founders, especially my husband and I, we kind of treat them like our children. We just want to see them grow. And we're like, okay, you're good at this side of the business. Brilliant. Let's just run in that direction, you know? Um, so one thing is you'll ne- never be stifled with your growth at Acton Acre, that's for sure. <laughs> so like at the beginning, and I think this is the same for most small businesses, is that um, you hire a lot of A player generalists, you know, people who can do everything, wear a lot of hats. But as the business grows and you want to scale, that's when you need to hire specialists. And also like from a leadership point of view is like we're, we were many, many hats at the beginning as well. And we're probably micromanaging a little bit more because these are generous and we're trying to figure this out. And, you know, we were, it was our first time we ever ran a business as well. And so then as we grow and have more people more specialized, we can take a little bit of a step back and really just give them autonomy to work. Um, and it's very important to us for them to feel that way as well. But also like, we, we do have incredible ideas and we love to work together as a team. And one thing, especially over COVID as well, is that we have to make more of an effort as well, you know, going into the store. So when I'm not, any day I'm not on set, I'm in the office with them and I, you know, we go for lunch, we create some content and it really is about giving them their time and that individual time as well. Like a par- I honestly think I'm like a parent to them. So I was like, okay, I've given you this time. So I need, I need to make sure I give them all the same time, you know, but a beautiful team we've grown. And I also have, I'm very lucky to have my brother work with us as well. He's head of people. So him carving out that time for everyone. And yeah, so it's been an amazing journey. We're now in, we're three years in and I think we're around 22 people now. Incredible. And I completely relate to wanting to give everyone on your team that attention. I'm so like that too. I feel like if I don't talk to someone for a few days or something, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to sit with you. How are you feeling? What's going on? I'm very much like that as well. (laughs) So when you think of 
you as your own boss already, but you are, you know, this, you still are the celebrity hairstylist. And then you go into building your own brand and you become an entrepreneur. How do you feel like your journey as a woman, like who did you have to become to run this business and to elevate your career in this way? Mm-hmm. Um, I said very true to myself. A lot of, a lot of times, you know, especially in fashion, you know, you can be you could be a little mean to get, you know, to be cool and whatever else. But no, I just, I always stay true to myself. Very caring, very kind to anyone that works with me. And coming from hair world, I would have had assistants. And it's also about elevating them, uplifting them, showing. Them. And I always, always wanted to be that mentor that they, you know, were like, okay, she's, you know, let's share this, share the job, share everything. If I can't make something work, let's, let's say, recommend someone else, you know? And then when it came to Acton Acre, that was my first time, you know, really dealing with other people's work that wasn't, you know, related to what I had been doing before. So like people coming in doing graphic design, sure, I have no clue about graphic design, you know? So, and I, I do think as you know, a founder as well, it's very important to have someone for you to talk to as well. So I do have a business coach and my husband as well. We speak to the same one and that's very important being married as well. So that really helped me kind of like understand who I was, who I wanted to become and how I could implement that. And through this whole journey, it's just about personal growth, personal, you know, working on yourself to ensure that you become the woman you want to be, per se. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's really being authentic. And for I always say to people, it still is about just working hard. You will get there. So good. And working with your business coach, what's something that they have instilled in you that you didn't have before that you have found super helpful in your career? Um, I think self-belief. Mm. Believing in yourself because I sometimes as a founder and coming in as a, you know, not having the same experience as everyone else on the team, you know, like we created this idea together. We're growing this together. And another thing that I would recommend people as well is just hire somebody to do it better than you can. <laughs> Don't stress yourself by trying to do it, you know, just, and I, I always felt, I was like, no, this, even 20, this 20 year old can do this way better than I can. So I was just very, I was very open to that. I was like, yes, bring them in, please. Please bring in all of the people. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So what is something that you are most excited about when thinking of growing Acton Acre? I know from the time I started buying your products, you had only three products and now you have an array of products. So yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I always would love to do. If I could sit down with every single consumer and give them a scalp consult, I would. But obviously there's only one of me. And as a trichologist and, you know, working with scalp health and, you know, hair loss conditions, it's like working with my clients over the years as well. It's like understanding like how this affects them, how it affects their, them personally, their self-esteem. I just want to make sure that people are educated on how they can make their scalp and hair better. You know, if you're suffering with some of these chronic uh, scalp conditions, like let, let's work on this together. Like, and hopefully providing that platform through Acton Acre that we become the scalp experts that they come to us for all the advice. So like the same way as skincare over the years, there's certain people have become those experts. 
we, we do want to be those experts in the industry so that people feel comfortable. And I just want people to have amazing hair or to feel good. Like it's, for me, it's not how it looks. It's about how you feel about it, you know, and loving your hair. And if you've made your scalp conditions, being able to work with you and figure out what that is. And so that you're not, it's not affecting your day-to-day life. Yes. Well, you are my scalp expert and I'm sure anyone listening is going to be looking you up immediately after this, like learning about the scalp. Thank you. Okay. So last question is what would be your number one piece of advice for a woman who is wanting to go all in and start her own business? Yeah. And this is something that I've said in, in probably many situations like this where I've been asked this question and I still, I haven't changed my mind, is just have no regrets. It's never too late. Like I'm coming 40 now and I started this three years ago. I changed careers at 30. You know, I don't have the, I never had the financial family or backing to make this happen. I always had to do it by myself. So just, it's never too late. Don't fear because I never ever want to have regrets. doesn't matter what age you are, what stage you are, you still have enough time to do this. So if you have an idea and it's showing up constantly, it's not just something that you forget about or get sick of, you know, six months in. Is it something that, you know, hopefully you have a serious passion for as well. That, you know, it's something that you can evolve into or it's a dream of yours. This is what you want to do. And just just work hard and believe and it will come. It really will. Such a beautiful answer that's going to resonate, I'm sure, with so many people listening. I so hope so. <laughs> it will. It resonated with me. I'm, I'm like, oh no, I need to ask another question. I'm like so deep in. Thank you, Helen, so much. This has been amazing. So lovely. You're to you. so welcome. Thank you so much. It was so beautiful. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode and are feeling so fired up to go out there and create that business or side hustle that's been on your to-do list, you know, a little bit longer than you care to admit. It is never too late to make the first step towards the life you want more than anything else. If you haven't already, make sure you are subscribed to the show so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep becoming the woman of your wildest dreams.